0: Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Oh boy, it's a hot one out today. It feels like we are on the surface of the sun. Boy, is it a hot one out today. It's Monday. It feels like we are on the surface of the sun Not here in the middle of none of your business, Georgia uh, Coming back to you again For another episode of the Standing Brothers Show Thank you guys for listening so much Thank you for the uh, gracious comments And the, uh, the the monies That you send to us Thank you for all of those things uh, Follow us on the Tweety At the Twitter.com uh, At Joe Stenberg and at Jacob underscore Whatever, Jay J Stenberg underscore There you go I know Send us an email. The that'll be down below. Join the get, get yourself a t-shirt. Get a t-shirt. It's got that gorgeous, gorgeous logo on it. Uh, that a great way to help support the show. And if you want to give direct financial assistance to the show, please join the website and become a Patreon member. It does not cost that much, folks. So if you like the subpar content you're getting here, please uh, send us some shekels our way. Uh, the substack, please, please, please read Jacob's substacks. Those are just the, 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 the lifter of days when you're down and out. Please read those, and then uh, check out the the Joe Show on Wednesdays. Uh, I've been putting out some, I think, some good things, uh, some things that we probably wouldn't normally talk about on this show, which is totes cool. It's totes fine, totes, as the kids say these days. Um, but yes, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Jacob, how is the start to your week?
1: It's been pretty good, pretty good, man. Uh, can't really complain. I've been been taking it easy, pretty good. Um, you know, it's the weather. Um, here in in uh, in Southern Business, Georgia, uh, quickly went from uh, Santa to Satan.
0: Oh boy, did it ever!
1: <laughs> um, because there for a while, it was uh, it was pretty 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 cool and chilly. Um, you know, highs in the 60s there for a while. And then less than two weeks later, we're, what, 91 today or something it's like that? It's over 90. It um, was 90 you know, when I left work. Be- look, you know, the only difference between Santa and Satan is only one letter. These things you are saying are true. It's, it's only one letter. It's only one only These difference. things
0: that you are saying are true. So now I-, I want to shift gears into sports mode just for a moment. Because I want to thank, or not thank, but I want to congratulate Phil Mickelson for being the oldest uh, golfer to win a major PGA Championship. He's 50 years old and I think 11 months and a handful of days. Congratulations to him. That is no small feat uh, to play as well as he did uh, over the last weekend, so congratulations to him. Now you're thinking, Joe, you never talk about golf, and you and you could be correct. Uh, I never talk about golf, neither uh, does uh, Jakub over there. But I have been getting interested into golf as a sport that I could probably somewhat play because i I love baseball. it is still my favorite sport, but I can't play baseball uh I'm a terrible at throwing. I can sometimes hit the ball uh more times than not it is a foul ball, but you know I count that as a win. Tennis is stupid um i never I have never understood tennis I'm not a I don't swim. Um, football as many of you know I hate football hockey is cool I like hockey um, soccer again I don't like to run so why would I do that so golf seems like the, the sport for me because it's the most leisure of the sport so I, I watched the uh, PGA championship yesterday the final rounds and I'm like, oh man because uh, Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kipka went la- they were the last party to go around they showed all of their Basically, their whole game. And boy, was it a doozy. Uh, The commentators were like, the roller coaster that we've been on, I'm like, you've been on? You're not not playing. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought that was funny. Uh, But yeah, congratulations to Phil Mickelson for an outstanding round of golf. Um, But yeah, congratulations to him. Um, So it seems as though everyone wants to know where the coronavirus originated? Where did, where did we get COVID-19? Where did it come from? Well, we know it came more than likely from China. Well that's what, that's what the common knowledge was. Uh, you know, go back to February of 2020. You know what's funny is I watched a video of Trump from February or March of 2020, and gosh, it felt like that feels like it was 100 years ago. when really it was only what a year and a half ago. It's, it's amazing. So everyone is trying to figure out where did this virus originate? Well, one of the theories back in just a year and a half ago, well, maybe it escaped from a lab. Maybe it was a bat that they were testing on at the Wuhan um, Virology Center because they were testing on coronavirus you know, things like that. And they were testing with bats and things of that nature. And people thought, well, maybe this is a logical conclusion that it came from a lab, that it leaked in a lab. Maybe there were sick employees that left or materials that they were working on got out or maybe one of the bats escaped. Who knows? But if you raised the assertion or made the the accusation that it escaped from the lab, you were labeled a conspiracy theorist. Now, I never understood why that was such a controversial thing to say. I never understood why it was tinfoil hat-esque mode to go down, oh, well, maybe it escaped from a lab. Why would that be that controversial? But then the Chinese government came out and said, well, maybe it escaped from a lab in the U.S., because there are military bases that study these types of things. The same people or the same types of things that they were studying in China. But that was okay to question. You were allowed to question whether or not maybe it escaped from an American lab, but for, but for some reason, you were not allowed to question whether or not it came from a lab in the Wuhan. Then today happens, and everyone, all the major news outlets, all the big tech corporations, uh, St. Fauci himself, have all said that it is... Boncos to question whether or not it came from the lab if it leaked from the lab well then we get this thing from the wall street journal uh, alleging intelligence on sick staff at woonha lab feels the debate on the covid 19 origin uh and again you still have the the social media censorship but uh, according to, the, to a report by the Wall Street Journal, a U.S. intelligence report reveals that, that three researchers at the Yuhan Institute for, for Virology became sick in November 2019 that required a hospital treatment. Two months later, uh, and China was still telling the WHO people, the WHO, that there was zero human-to-human transmission of the virus. Dr. Fauci was asked by Kate Sanders of PolitiFact if he thought the COVID-19 developed naturally. Fauci responded by suggesting other causes are a possibility. So it seems as though back in November of 2019, just a few months before we started doing lockdowns and masks and stuff like that here in the U.S., you had people in China coming down with the germ. Now, you can't tell me, you cannot tell me that this is not a possibility here. And I don't understand Why people in the U.S. are running blockade for the CCP? Why are they defending China? What difference does it make at this point? Whether it came from a lab, or it came from a bat, or it came from some kind of natural cause. What difference does it make? Who cares? Five, some, I forget the official death toll worldwide. Can you look that up, Jake? It real quick, because I know over five hundred thousand people in the U.S. have died. It's probably over some over somewhere over a million of people that have died from this uh, across the world. No, it's three and a half million. Three
1: and a half million. Now, to be fair, that's probably um, grossly overstated, but but you know, still,
0: let's still. T- let's take the number at face value. Three and a half million people worldwide have died. Who cares where it came
1: from? Honestly. What do you mean? You mean who cares where it came from as far as investigating it? or Well,
0: it does, does it really matter that it came from a lab or if it developed naturally? Yeah, but, I, but, I think but, it does. But the point I'm trying to make is why is it that's so controversial to ask? Why is it so controversial to say, hey, maybe it came from here? Well, does it really matter where it came from? The yeah, it does. Ch- but hang on. I don't really. It doesn't really matter so much to me where it came from. The fact that China lied about it, the fact that they still will not cooperate with inve- investigations on this, and the fact that there are people who will still defend them and, blo- and run blockade for them—that I don't understand. Now, if it came from a lab and they lied about it and they weren't being honest about it, and they're still not being honest about it, I don't know what you're gonna. Do. What can you? What can you do? Actually, do about that?
1: No. See. So you- Am I missing something? Yes, yes, you're missing. You're missing the big, the big, the big point of this, and the and the large point about this is that um, this time last year you were not allowed to say this was this was manufactured, this was man-made, this came from a lab um, that they were working on this. You were labeled a conspiracy theorist. Yes. Um, I have I have a two two um, New York Times head um, headlines. One from February 2020. Um, Senator Tom Cotton repeats. Fringe theories about the coronavirus origins, saying that it came from the Chinese government or it came from a lab in Wuhan. Um, and then you have fast forward to March 2021. Um, one more group of scientists calls further inquiry into the origins of the coronavirus. Furthermore, Dr. Fauci's own words on this. Fauci is convinced. Fauci said that he, dis- that he dismisses any arguments that came from a... a Wu lab and then now he says that he's not convinced that it that that it was developed naturally so which one is it bro yeah that's what I'm saying I, well, yes now, I agree a year ago if you said this came from I remember there was a there was um um a Fox News article that came out that said that that um there was a whistleblower that said that this, that, that this came from a um a um lab in China And that this thing leaked out. Well, they were lamb blasted all over for saying they're 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 spreading spreading conspiracy theories about this and that um, you cannot go into the narrative. But now, of course, the corporate press has to cover their back because now the godfather of the, the the COVID messiah has come out there and said, well, I don't know if it came about naturally. So now were they wrong? Or is he wrong? Because Fauci can't be wrong on anything. No. He's not allowed to be wrong.
0: Fauci is never allowed to be wrong because he can literally take any position that he wants. And he has. And he has. So now my question is, okay, so if we can find out for a definitive fact that it did come from this lab, what does that change? What are we actually going to do different about this? What can be done? Because the idea that we're going to do sanctions, okay, no. Now, that's far as... Dealing with China now. As far as dealing with people here at home, well, what else have they lied to us about? Were the masks really that important? Were the lockdowns really that important?
1: Again, again, you're you're missing you're missing the big point of all this. Why would okay? What well, what would be the incentive of lying about a? a coronavirus that is being looked at and being tested on or being developed or built or manufactured in a laboratory in China, who would not want that to come out? The Chinese government or how about the NIHA's or sorry, the the NIH's um, research and funding that Fauci was involved in. Fauci was involved in this Wuhan lab that supposedly this thing came out of. So maybe it might be a good incentive to say, hey, your top scientist, your top epidemiologist and your top infectious disease doctor is linked to this laboratory in Wuhan where this thing broke out of. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about Maybe we should be um, silencing anyone who's thinking about this because hey, this looks really bad that our top scientist that is, that is advising the president yes, on yes, this yes, yes, yes. and is leading the most powerful government in the entire world's response to this, that their top scientist is involved financially with the lab that this thing possibly could have leaked out of. I think that is the big story, and that's why they're having to backpedal on all this.
0: What I don't understand, though, is why everyone felt the need to, to to defend Tony Fauci. I don't understand that. What exactly has this guy done for you? Now, I'm glad you mentioned that because I, now that I'm remembering this um, – As far as when when, uh, Rand Paul grilled Tony Fauci on whether or not the U.S. was actually giving money to this particular lab in China. And Fauci's like, well, we don't do gain of research. We don't do these sort of things. And it turns out, yeah, we do. do. Yes, we do. So, yes, I can see that. So if they lied about that and if they're running blockade for China, for Fauci and the, the NH, NIH or whatever, yeah, the, to the, health. The, the WHO people, all of this and all of that, and it just shows yet again that why there's just, just, there just seems to be this unnecessary melding of uh, big health, whether it's the Big Pharma, China Labs, Tony Fauci, whatever, in the, in the corporate medium. I don't understand. Wouldn't it be in the best interest of the corporate media to try to find the truth in all of this, to try to say, hey, you know what? We're, all options are on the table here, folks. We've got a thing here that supposedly killed three and a half million people. Wouldn't we want to get to the bottom of that? I, don't, I, I still don't understand why it was so controversial for anyone to question anything about this, because we're dealing with something that supposedly we didn't know anything about, and to question anything was unheard of. Or was not allowed. There's a video of Trump that I watched that Jack Posobiec uh, tweeted it out uh, in in April of 2020, telling the world that the virus likely came out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And of course, he was labeled a conspiracy theorist, some right wing nut for saying that. But why? I don't understand why why they have such an allegiance with the the who people, the NIH, Tony Fauci, the virology institute in um, in China. Why is there that allegiance? Is there something more nefarious going on here that we don't know about? Or is it that they were working on this uh, particular strain of COVID-19, of coronavirus, and a, a mistake was made, and it just got out? Those are two very possible scenarios. Could it be that it was just a mistake? Yes. I think if you tell people that you made a mistake, they might be more willing to give some forgiveness if it's nothing nefarious that they did this on purpose, that it was released on purpose, that's a whole different scenario. But I just, I don't understand. I think that if you're honest with people, they're more willing to deal with you. Um, but as far as that, I mean, we still don't know for a definitive fact that it it came out because of a leak. We still don't know that yet. No. But it is very highly suspect that you do have uh, employees of this particular establishment that needed medical attention in November of 2019 and the fact that just a few months later, the whole world is now dealing with this problem. Um, But yeah, Uh, and again, uh, Michael Tracy, perhaps it's a bad idea to appoint tech officials to the arbiters of what constitutes a, quote, conspiracy theory or disinformation and demand that they execute social media purges on that basis. So again, if we if it if it comes out to be true that this was released from a lab, what is the repercussions going to be for all the corporate media, all the corporate press, the uh, social media, big social tech. media, big techs? What is the repercussions for them? What I mean, what are we? What are you? What are you actually going to do about it? And if it's true that this leaked from a, a lab in China, what are you going to do for against China for it? What are we going to now? Are we going to crucify Tony Fauci? I mean, what? What are we actually going to do about it? So that's what I want to know, um, and I, I have not heard anybody really say anything to that effect um, about what
1: what could be done about this. What do you think? Um, I mean, if this thing actually figured out, it did come out from a, a lab. The corporate press is going to jump on, and be like, "Oh yeah, well, oh, we, yeah, so we, we were at we the all beginning. were the beginning. Yeah, yeah, we did had to wait for the right research, and um, of course." They're not going to get any sort of a retribution or any sort of um, repercussions. Will not come about them. Um, and as far as um, Tony Fauci goes, there there's so many weirdos and idiots out there who will always def- defend this man to the, to the grave. So, um. and it, that's against their own self interest. No, it is because if it's true that he was
0: actively for participating, the U.S. was actively for participating in funding this research of this coronavirus that got out. And they still defend him. I don't. I don't get that. That does not make any sense. Um, I guess the State Department uh, issued a fact sheet during the, uh, I guess during the latter parts of the Trump administration, uh, which drew on classified intelligence and said that the U.S. government had reason to believe that several researchers inside the W.I.V. Uh, became sick in the autumn of 2019 before the first identified case. Of the outbreak, with symptoms consistent with COVID-19 and seasonal illnesses. So if they had the intelligence suggesting the fact that maybe it was a leak, and Trump was saying that, hey, we've got intelligence that might suggest that there was some funny business going on here, why would anybody want to question that? Is it because it was Trump? Maybe. Now, could it be, let's just maybe speculate for a moment, could it be that they that they knew all of this was going to happen. That they knew that there was a leak, possibly that uh, Fauci and others were all involved in this together, and they just spun it and just dumped this all on Trump and made it all his problem. That's very well possible. Um, and again, it's interesting that uh, none of this information came out during the election. It's after Biden's in the White House that we now learn this kind of stuff. Now, is that on purpose? I haven't the foggiest. Um, Probably it could be uh, I it, nothing would surprise nothing surprises me anymore when it comes to stuff like this nothing surprises me um the fact that they uh, you had George Will on yesterday who is a good baseball writer but terrible and everything else he says he wants January 6th to be burned in the minds of all Americans just like 9-11 I'm like bro get a life nobody really nobody really cares about this anymore but again I, I guess we'll have to see where, where, where this goes from here um you know, I don't know. I just, I, I don't know anymore. Given given what we've gone through the last year and a half, how no one has had any uh, repercussions, no one has faced any consequences for the barbaric lockdowns and the mask mandates, n- no one's facing any of those uh, charges for that. Um, you had DeSantis even saying that, you know, maybe the biggest questions we're going to face uh, in upcoming elections is, did lockdowns have any did did they have any positive effects? And did this virus leak out of a lab? DeSantis is saying that. Now, is he doing that because he's trying to angle for a presidential run? Maybe. Who knows?
1: We all know that he is. Yeah,
0: but at the same time, that is a very very important question because you've got one side that says they saved lives, the other side is saying that they didn't do jack squat. There's no middle ground there, yeah. so
1: we'll see um, what happens. You know we there's this um, as far as you're saying as far as the, 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 the repercussions if there are no repercussions and there is no criminal charges that are brought about when when all the books are written everything's settled on on covid 19 lockdowns and we're all past it right hopefully soon we're talking like you know f- five and six years down the, down the road mm-hmm. um whenever all this hopefully is and in, and in, 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 in the rear view mirror um if there are no repercussions for um, the Cuomo's and the graduate Moore's and the Gavin Newsom's like the worst of the worst and you know the Phil Murphy's um, if there are no if there are no consequences I mean consequences I don't mean that they're removed from office or they're impeached no I mean like sentences like jail time. If there are no repercussions as, as far as criminal prosecution and criminal repercussions and consequences, um, then they'll keep doing this again. Yeah. If there is not a deterrent where, hey, if you lock down your, your, your state and make it illegal to work and gather and you can't justify a reason before a court why, then this is going to happen to you in the future if you do this again. You know, we always, I mean, I don't joke around when I, um, there's a t-shirt I have and I wear it loud and proud. Um, Michael Malice made the governors to Gitmo t-shirts. I don't mean that sarcastically or funny. Like I'm, I'm being serious. You know, people have been sent to Gitmo for Far for far less than what, than what these governors and politicians have done. So, um, Unless there is a bold, firm action, then 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 they'll just do it again. There's no incentive not to do it again or sorry, there's no deterrent, yeah, to not do it again.
0: I guess we'll have to see and again, like they said that this is the new normal that we're living in now. Uh, I think before we started this, there was that Liddy that video of that lady who was gonna go into a store. Uh, without a mask on, because she was fully vaccinated, and the sign on the door said so. You could come in without your your mask on if you've been fully vaccinated. She walks in, takes a couple steps, and she's like, "I can't do it. I can't do it." Like
1: she's like visibly disturbed.
0: And then there was a video that you had um, sent out earlier that the the police in Canada were. Uh, allowing children to get vaccinated without the consent of the parents, and the, they were running blockades. That was, was that yeah. What it was? So there
1: was a there was a pop up vaccination site in Canada at a public park, and uh, they were offering children um, free ice cream cones if they came and got <sighs> vaccinated. Um and they wouldn't allow the parents to interfere, so they wouldn't allow consent from the parents, and the parents were not allowed to stop the children from doing it. So if the parent,
0: if the if the parent knows that that child has an allergy and the, ch- the child maybe doesn't matter doesn't doesn't fully realize or, the consequences, or if the
1: parent does not, a, a child I'll, I forget how young uh they can do in Canada. I know for in the United States it's, it's twelve is the youngest a child can get, which to me is absolutely just bonkers. Um, to think that you're going to have a, a completely healthy 12-year-old um, inject, I, whatever. It does make any sense. Um, but I don't know what it is in Canada. But um, if you're going to have a child do that and a parent says no, the, the police were literally stopping parents from, from their children doing that. And of course, you know, all these citizens are completely unarmed and you have, you know, these complete pieces of garbage sitting there blocking them. Uh, I saw there was another in Canada, speaking of more weirdness, there was a journalist in Canada who got arrested and fined um, up to 5000 Canadian dollars for um, gathering in public of, of, of more than five people unmasked and shaking hands. I, I kid you not. The the, the, the severe crime of he, meeting people. He shook a hand of another person in broad daylight and gathered in a group of five people of, or a group of larger than five people unmasked and he got arrested And um, fine. And he has tickets. And you can go look at my Twitter. Um, The video's on there. So, um, Canada, if you can't meet in broad daylight with another human being and shake their hand, you don't live in a free country.
0: No, you really don't. And speaking of the vaccine, did you see the the Internet exploded before this Wuhan stuff came out? The Internet exploded because
1: Rand Paul said he wasn't going to get the vaccine. Uh, I had the perfect response to this. I said, um, this shouldn't be news. It shouldn't even be a story.
0: This shouldn't even be a story. I saw that, and people were saying, this is the reason why we can't get back to normal.
1: Yeah, because one U.S. senator doesn't take the vaccine, even though 90% of the other people in the Senate have, have had this thing, and the fact that he already had it. So he has natural immunity to the coronavirus.
0: Wasn't it Thomas Massey had tweeted something out, something to the effect of the research was, that the natural immunity is just as effective as the Pfizer if vaccine? Not,
1: if not better. It was yes. it was as effective, if not better, than, than the vaccines going out. Um, to me, it is absolutely insane that people would, number one, care about what someone else does with, with their medical treatment. Like I've said... There are people all over this blasted void of a website. The dumpster fire. Who will say, well, this is the reason why so and so got sick, or this is the why I don't feel comfortable going out in public. Excuse me, brainlit, if you don't feel comfortable going outside because of this virus, guess what? There's a vaccine for that. You can, and it's you can free. still wear your mask. And you can still wear your mask. I, if if you if you're so scared, go take the experimental thing and shut up about it. And if you've already taken about it, if you've already taken the jab, then shut up. Please. I'm I I, I, I I'm to the point now where I'm going to start muting and blocking people who, who keep preaching this crap. Because I, I can't take it anymore. It does not matter to you what someone else does with their body medically. It is none of your business what Rand Paul does. This should never be a story. What this should be is that here's the headline. U.S Senator Rand Paul declines medical procedure. That's the headline declines voluntary medical procedure. Wow, that's such a you know we don't ever um, Pete Pete Cunon has had had this as his profile picture. he said, um, um, I underwent common medical procedure and it was like um, it was like it was like prostate exam or whatever and he's like, oh yeah, I went't got my yeah I went't got my prostate exam." And he had that like had that plastered all over his. It um, was some other kind of common medical procedure that everyone undergoes. And um, he was like, "Ooh, look at me! I'm, aren't you? I'm virtue signaling because I, 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 uh, oh, I underwent a medical a, a common medical procedure that has no effect on anybody else in this whole world. Aren't well, you proud of me? Well, I no, but they're
0: they're 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 saying as well, no. You have to protect yourself to protect me. That's that's not how this works. Well, that, that that's that's what they're saying, and it makes no sense. And this never was really a thing. Now, yes, did schools require vaccines before COVID? Yes, that, that's true. But there again, if you have been vaccinated and you're healthy, you have nothing to worry about. And this is just yet a, another reason, further the point, that we are such a soft, weak people. That the, that the mere fact that someone refuses to get a vaccine is calls for alarm. This is the hyper-politicalization of health and safety and vaccines, which does not make us safer, which does not make us healthier. You shouldn't give a rat's whatever if someone didn't get the vaccine. It's like Jacob said, it's none of your business. But, the, but yet again, we are seeing people say, where is Rand Paul's neighbor when you need him? The people who will tell you about health and safety are asking where Rand Paul's neighbor is. The same guy that nearly killed him, that broke his ribs because he disagreed with him politically. The same people who are all about caring and uh, the inclusivity and all of this stuff are saying we need to beat up Rand Paul again. They said, I, I hope I can meet Rand Paul's neighbor so I can buy him drinks. The same people who are saying that, how dare he not get the vaccine. These people are are insane. These people cannot be reasoned with. We cannot coexist with these people. I, I'm being serious. This isn't possible anymore. This is just, I, I know we, we haven't talked about this in a while, but... You can't, there's no way you can ever find middle ground with people who think that Rand Paul's neighbor was a hero. There's no way you can do that. Or if you if, if they're going to go on and on about how he doesn't get the vaccine. I'm sorry, there's no middle ground there. Why why are we even a country together with these people? It's To me, th- this is the most ridiculous thing we could ever do. Is try to, every four years, well, we're going to all come together and engage in democracy and we'll just get a little bit of what we want. That doesn't make any sense to me. You know what also doesn't make any sense to me, Jacob? What? Kevin Spacey. He doesn't make any sense to you? No, he doesn't make any sense to me. Do you know why? Why is that? Please tell us. Because Kevin Spacey is set to return to the movies with a pedophilia drama.
1: Oof, well, I mean I mean it's isn't art poetic in a way.
0: Uh, there's a saying there, but I don't, I don't remember what it exactly is about art and poetry and whatever. But Kevin Spacey, who got Me Too'd over, what, in 2017, I think? Because he allegedly uh, assaulted younger men, uh, I guess, about 20, 30 years ago. And he was kicked off of Netflix. He had, the, like I think it was the most popular show on Netflix, House of Cards. He was edited out of a movie. Uh, I think it was called All the Money in the World, I think. I can't remember what it was. And he, we haven't heard from him in since 2017, really. And he was blacklisted from all of polite society uh, because of this. But now things are starting to change. I think the Me Too movement maybe is really just a jail sentence. We'll see if that's true with Bill Cosby or uh, or Ke- or Harvey Weinstein. Uh, so Kevin Spacey, the actor who faced multiple. Uh, I'm sorry, numerous allegations of sexual misconduct over the past four years is set to return uh, to film acting with a small role as as a detective in an Italian crime drama. Uh, Spacey, who is 61, will play a police officer investigating the case of a man played by the director, uh, Franco Nero, who can draw people by listening to their voices, despite being able to see uh, and is wrongly accused of sexually abusing children. Wow is 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 self-realization dead these days Here you have a guy that is accused of the very thing he's going to portray in a movie or actively be a part of in a movie that might, they're laughing at you now the people who are writing this simulation are just like man we're <laughs> just wait till they get a load of this as we 10101010 yeah. zero, zero, you know it, it, it's 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 a joke it is a parody of its own The fact that, yes, do I believe in second chances? Yes. But that doesn't mean that you can come back the way you once were before. Maybe you come back in a different capacity or something. But when you're dealing with someone who possibly uh, abused children, I'm sorry, there's really no second chances for something like that. I I don't think that you get a a second chance after something like that. But the fact that you're going to have the same people who will rail against people like Bill Cosby and others and Harvey Weinstein and the Me Too movement and how white people are awful and all this and all that, but then yet allow one of their own, who was accused of all these things, come back into the fold. Doesn't make any sense to me. And it's just, it's more evidence yet again that they are, that this was just, politically expedient at the time they didn't really care about the people who were mistreated or people who were assaulted or anything like that it was just the th- it was just vogue at the time now there might have been a lot of people on the ground floor that were like yeah we're really making changes here not anymore now if you're gonna allow this guy come to come back now I loved Kevin Spacey before all this. I thought he was a great actor. I watched a lot of his movies. I loved House of Cards. And then when this broke out, I was like, oh, gosh, (laughs) not anymore. But I don't know. To me, it just seems like they're laughing at us now, That, 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 that this was all just a game. Now, I'm glad that there were a lot of people, a lot of bad guys that were taken down who now hopefully they will never be able to abuse anybody again. And maybe those people will get some closure the victims of these crimes maybe they'll have some uh retribution or something i think all that's good but yet when the same people who were championing this cause are now allowing uh one of the uh perpetrators to come back to me i just it maybe they ended it's maybe maybe they were never serious about this in the first place what do you think jacob
1: i think maybe there's hope for bill cosby and all this oh gosh <laughs> Look, man. If Kevin Spacey can get a job, Bill Cosby's still okay. You know what Jeffrey Epstein's like? Dang it! Why'd I kill myself? I didn't kill myself for this. I didn't kill myself for this. Look, if there's look, if there's hope for Kevin Spacey and then them Bill Cosby, stay stay strong, brother.
0: You know it is interesting that, that you see pictures of Kevin Spacey with Jeffrey Epstein or on his plane, and you see them with uh, Bill, Co- not Bill Cosby, but um, uh, Bill Clinton. And others, totally creepy and totally weird. Yeah. Um, but, you know, speaking of Jeffrey Epstein, um, I don't know if you saw this or not, Jacob. I think you did see this, because I think you sent this to me. I did. So, uh, the the guards who were in charge of looking over Jeffrey Epstein while he was in prison awaiting trial, I think is what it was, um, are going to face no jail time over... The death of Jeffrey Epstein because they're basically in charge to keep him alive so he appear, can't appear in court. He was put on suicide watch. And as the story goes, Jeffrey Epstein hung himself in his cell. Now, there's much debate on whether or not he's actually dead or he actually killed himself or whether or not there was an inside job. That doesn't really matter at this
1: point. B- 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 what you're missing here is that they pled guilty to falsifying Could records. Could
0: you let me tell the story? Gosh, so you know what, you
1: know what you completely just glossed over that entire part I'm of the story. I'm getting to that
0: point. Can you let me tell a story? So whether or not any, whether or not he was he was killed by anybody or anything like that, it is interesting the fact that these two guys did you know uh, plead guilty to falsifying records that they were shopping online and uh, b- browsing the internet while he was allegedly hanging himself. And I don't believe that they can find the video uh, footage from his cell or from that area that he was in. That just seems to be missing. And then now these guys who, who testified and said that they uh, you know, were not doing their job and they falsified these records, that they're not going to face any jail time? That, you, everyone has to at this point say, okay, something about this isn't right. There's something not, something not right about this. There are way too many powerful and important people connected to this guy, and the fact that everyone around him either gets off with no jail times, gets off scot free, or they wind up dead. The fact that all, that happens time and time again, the fact that he has that there's ties to the, the royal family with Prince Andrew, there's ties with major business people like Bill Gates and others, and uh, Bill Clinton and all these other people, the fact that there's a lot of evidence out there that he was running pedophilia rings through South Florida and through New York, and how nobody knows where he got all his money from, why the fact that he had a Mossad and an Israeli passport as well as an American passport, no one there's there are so many questions surrounding Jeffrey Epstein that no one seems to be willing to ask. That is, it, it is the third rail, is the taboo topic of American politics and of American culture that we're not supposed to talk about this. We're supposed to read this article and say, oh, well, maybe they did nothing wrong. No, there's something fishy going on here. Have you? Did you watch the um, the Netflix documentary? I forget, yeah, I did. What's it? Is it called Filthy Rich?
1: Something like that. Something
0: like that. I couldn't finish it because I was so disgusted by how every single time this guy gets away with it. Every single time. And they had him dead to rights. And he still walks away back in Florida in the early 2000s. He still gets away with it. And how everybody who's who's looked into this, his friends, they either wind up dead or they get away with no charges. I don't get it. I don't get how this keeps happening. And the fact that, that he committed suicide is just almost poetic at this point. Because... The guy that had this, that has the, the most dirt you could ever have on anybody that is powerful in this world just suddenly dies like that. But right before he's supposed to go into court is <laughs> just a little suspect. Now, there are people that I have heard um, on other podcasts who have worked in jails, who have worked in similar situations as these guards were with uh, people that are on suicide watch. And they say that this happens all the time. That there are guards who don't do their jobs in jails. Now, again, I don't know that for, for for a fact. I'm just telling you what I have heard from other people that have worked in these situations. That this kind of stuff happens all the time. That, you know, guards don't do their job, they're not paying attention, whatever, and these guys end up committing suicide. So is it possible that he committed suicide? Maybe. I, I have I have no idea. I don't know what to believe when it comes to the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. I don't know what to believe. But it is highly, highly suspect that there are that, there's, that there is all this circumstantial evidence around this. So, Jacob,
1: what do you? I think they got paid off, dude. You think so? Heck yeah, I do. They got um. They even caught with. But they were um. They got caught you on their cell phones, and they were um. At the moment, whenever they were supposed to be watching them, they were they were searching for high value merchandise. Yeah. Um. Heck yeah, they got paid off. I I look look. This was, we knew this kind of stuff. Okay, like, okay, where's the footage of, because he's, he's supposed to be monitored the whole time. Where's the footage? Where's the guard's testimony? All these questions were raised years ago and nothing came about. Well, now, now they're, now they came out and pled. They had this sweet little p- plea deal. And they've admitted to, yeah, we turned a blind eye. A- absolutely there's 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 we all we all knew this we all knew this years ago and now it's just coming about and everyone's like well you know we had we had no idea yes everyone knew it's just the corporate press now got caught again once again with their pants down on this one oh maybe, maybe. and everybody else was right
0: <laughs> maybe you shouldn't use that uh, analogy
1: and every and and, and and again again we were right yeah. On this entire thing. And it, it didn't take a complete genius to figure all this out. All you had to do was just connect the dots on all this.
0: So uh, Senator Ben Sass, a Republican uh, member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, which they deal with all the legal things, uh, has voiced, is a has been a vocal critic of the Justice Department's handling of the Jeffrey Epstein case. He called the deal unacceptable and said that, that the public deserves to see report detailing the prison agency's failures. Uh, he said, over 100 hours of community service is a joke. This isn't traffic court. The uh, the leader of an international uh, child sex trafficking ring escaped justice. His co-conspirators, co-conspirators had their secrets go to the grave with him. The guards are going to be picked up uh, trash on the side of the road. So, again, how can anybody look at this and say, hey, something is not right about this? The people who were looking at motorcycles online and doing high value, looking at furniture to buy online while they were supposed to be looking in on him. And then he dies and then they admit they the two have admitted that they willfully and knowingly completed materially false accounts in round slips regarding required counts and rounds. They lied and they know they lied and they still get away with it. How can anybody look at that and say, "Hey, this is all on the up and up"? Nothing to look into here. Nothing to see here, folks. Move along. Uh, let's. T- uh, oh, Rand Paul won't get the vaccine. Oh, push that out now. Oh, Wuhan lab. Oh, nobody, nobody paying attention to this now. It's like, come on, you, you. Can you not see you're being lied to? Can you not see they're saying, "Oh, watch the other hand." So, um. But yes, um. So, you got anything else you want to talk about, Jake?
1: Um. You know, I, I really want to mention um, that that whole thing with Epstein. Um, I just find it all too convenient that also now you have um, all these allegations coming out about Bill Gates and um, what uh, his um, wife still – they're still married. I think they're still married. Yeah, his wife is not saying about him and how he was, you know, buddy-buddy with Epstein. I find that um, – I just find that very funny as well. Yeah. Um, Look, this has been kind of a downer episode, and I understand that's just because of the news of the day. The news of the week and the news of the day, but I do have a the ultimate white pill. I'm, I'm stealing that from Dave Smith. Sorry. The ultimate white pill. Um, and that, of course, is the success of Michael Malice's new book, The Anarchist Handbook. Currently, as we record this, is sitting at number four of Amazon's bestsellers. Um, list and this is a book that had no rollout it had no um, press run it had no interviews he wasn't going around promoting this, this is just something that he put together um, it's different essays and books of the different um, um, anarchist philosophies throughout throughout the um, 20th and 19th century so if you needed a white pill and you needed to think that hey maybe there is some hope and maybe hey there maybe there is a a a change in this country politically and um um philosophy wise this this is as bad as good as you can get it was at number three but it's gone back down to number four and it's been there since well I mean it's been rising I mean just just to just throw some names out there he's beaten Bill O'Reilly good. He's beating um, Robert Woodson. He's beating out Barry. He's beating out Matthew McConaughey. He's beating out all of these big, big authors right now on, on Amazon. Um, the next big one he's got to get, he's beating out Jake Tapper's new book, which Jake Tapper, um, had this giant press run. He advertised it all over CNN. Um, he got, he's beating out all these people. He's beating out Jordan Peterson, all, all these big authors, um, Yeah, I think that there is a a certain hunger and there's a certain amount of interest in something else. I really, really do. I think a lot of people are coming to this conclusion of of look, we gotta try something else. Something's not working. Something is not working in this country and and I don't know all the facts about about um about liberty and the liberty movement and of course, um, anarchism is just the logical conclusion of libertarianism. Um, it it eventually leads there because you don't go to a libertarian to be a statist. Nope. Um, you don't really. You, you don't. I you don't advocate for freedom and limited government, and then be like, you know, that whole, you know. That whole Stalin communism thing, I kind of identify with that. <laughs> I think, I think, I think that we should go for go for that. Um, it's not, it's not how it works. You always continue going in the same direction towards liberty and towards freedom. My copy's in the mail. I will let everyone know how it is. But I, I think that, and and something that I something that I have been saying that. If you are interested and you want your own copy of it and you can't afford it, I'm to the point now where I'll be like, "Hey, I will go buy you a copy because this is yeah. going to be the definitive um, collection collection of essays and writings from, from people from all sides. It'll be you. I mean, you you've obviously got people like like Lyhan or Spooner." who was a mutualist, and then you have um, um, some Ray Rothbard, who was, in, who was an anarcho-capitalist, and you have some of the ANCOMs on this side. So you got a whole spectrum. And I think that the reaction that you're seeing from this, from, from, from this release, just in the liberty circles that I've seen on Twitter, that you see a book about anarchism, that is the number one best-selling political book on Amazon. Nonfiction. there's it a best-selling political book and non, you're right, also a nonfiction book on Amazon. And it's number four right now, beating out Oprah and everyone else I just said. Folks, that's a white pill right there. And on something that had no no promotion, no, no giant money behind it, CNN's not promoting this thing. This is people who are actually interested and actually want to learn these philosophies and actually want to expand their knowledge of the philosophy. So I, I take this as a, as a extreme positive. And look, hey, if you're a, and it's one of those things that you can you can approach this from from, from either side of whether you're right or left. If you're a conservative, and I, I mean. I always talk to conservatives because I used to be one, so I I I don't understand how to approach the the philosophy and the ideology best. If you're a conservative right now, I, I saw on Twitter today that Brian Kemp is announcing that he's that he's running for reelection, and of course I joined into the the crowd to announce that I will not be supporting this man. Look, if you're a Republican and you're like, man, Trump did nothing for us, we got. I don't want to vote for Brian Kemp again. I'm done with the Republican Party. I'm done with this. You look at the Libertarian Party, you look at the Liberty Movement, you look at the Mises Caucus, and you see what the energy going on behind it is, and you see the messaging that we have and you see the people that we got backing us up. There there is there is room and there is there is space for you in our group. And there is a massive coalition going right now in the liberty movement that um, I am just incredibly excited about in the liberty unity, liberty unity group right now in the coalition that we are seeing online from people who would identify themselves as as anarcho communists and the left leaning anarchist groups and the right leaning and the libertarians and the mutualists, everyone. We're, we we understand that there might be differences in our groups and we can talk about them, we can discuss that. That's not important right now. What's important is that we have this totalitarian state that just showed on, on what it would do when people let their guard down and what, what it'll do when people get scared enough for a germ. So we know who, who the real enemy of this whole thing is and we're putting aside our differences because frankly, we don't have the luxury right now to pick and choose who we want to coalesce with, to 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 unify with, and to fight shoulder, short. we don't have the luxury to pick and choose right now. There's disagreements that we have on each side, and we fully acknowledge that. But right now, we know who the enemy is, and it's the state, and it's the federal government, it's the Federal Reserve. All of these institutions have got to go. All the above.
0: Uh, you know, it's interesting that this book is only uh it's like 16 uh 68 on Amazon the Kindle edition's only like 10 bucks. That's that's really not that expensive, folks. And uh and again, a lot of the material in this book you can also find online in other places too. So, um and again, the Mises Institute has a lot of uh, Murray Rothbard's uh, stuff up for free. And of course, I think Lysander Spooner, you can find all his stuff for free and so on. So the the truth is out there. You can you can find it. Um, it is interesting that the people still think that the Republican Party is a viable option, and it's like, well, you saw what happened the last four years with Trump, and not a whole lot moved, not a whole lot changed. In fact, in fact, many people think that things
1: got worse. So we'll see. Look, the, look. If you're still advocating for the Republican Party and you're still advocating for this, and the Republican Party is still doing the whole back the blue movement, and they're still um. They still have a movement where we're not allowed to question police power and the police state in this country. You you are never going to be able to do anything with that. And, they're, and, and look, the, the the GOP is so locked on on a Donald Trump twenty twenty four run. They're so far, um, they're so far in right field that they don't know what's going on, and it's also a lost cause. You need to jump ship. I mean, I'm being serious. If there's any self-respecting, liberty-minded conservatives out there, y- you don't understand that that this party does not care about liberty, does not care about um, the Bill of Rights and natural rights. It does not care about anything like that. But I will tell you that there is a political party who you can link up with people who share the same values that a lot of conservatives do. And I say that because... Um, Going from going from conservatism towards liberty is a little bit easier than going from being like a statist, um, like progressive towards liberty, which is what I found um, in parts of Georgia where where we're at. I I, I just I just think that um, people don't realize it yet that there is this incredible moment opportunity we have, especially with the last year, maybe the lockdowns and maybe this was the best opportunity to wake people up to say, Hey, I didn't vote for this. Like who, what authority do you have to tell me who? I can't see my grandparents and say, I I have to mask my children. I can't open my business. No Democrats and Republicans. Now it, now, so if you're these kind of people who are afraid to go into a Starbucks without a mask, I'm not talking to you because you're so far with the Stockholm syndrome. It's sorry. There was a person um, who commented on Joe Biden's latest thing. Joe Biden saying that we're almost there. You know, just hang on. We're right in the corner on, on this pandemic. And, of course, he's sitting with Fauci. And this woman commented and said, put, she said, she said put the mask mandate back in place, Biden, so we can finally end this once and for all. Because I'm, I'm scared to go out. I'm not talking to you people. Well, those are the weirdos and in the, in the, in the idiots who I have no interest in trying to reach because they are in no interest of taking any other opinion. They're not interested in listening to anybody else. They're only interested in furthering the state and um, daddy government, please save me. I'm not talking to those people. But the people out there who are frustrated, the people out there who are sick of it. There is a place for you, and there is a party, and there is a coalition that has the answers for you. And there's a lot of really, really good people out there who who are just who are who would do have nothing better than to to talk and to educate and to to point people in the right direction, even if even if even if you have no idea of the philosophy and no idea how any of this works. There are resources out there, and there are things out there for you to get plugged in and i and I am just ecstatic because the fact that this thing is um it's still at number four. people are still buying this book, and I want to get to number one I mean Dr. Seuss is at number one man let's let's get to number one if you don't have your copy yet.
0: well, I thought Dr. Seuss wasn't allowed anymore well you know. That the market has spoken, Joe. I guess that's I, I guess that's how that works. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't disagree with anything that you have said. I l- agree with everything that you have been saying these last few minutes while I've lo- allowed you to speak. Um, it is interesting the fact that I- any time that there is a catastrophe, whether it be COVID, 9-11, Pearl Harbor, whatever, people always – it's a rally around the flag effect, and that only lasts for so long – because it wasn't long after the wars in the Middle East, people were starting to question whether or not this was all worth it. And I think we're getting to that point now with COVID. I think people are getting to the point where they're questioning, was this worth it? Was all of this necessary? And it it it, it, doesn't, it only helps the people like us who are putting out the information we're putting po- forward the ideas that we are putting forward. Because it actually gives a tangible explanation to what's been happening the last couple of years. And you don't have to look any further than Michael malice's book or the Mises Institute the Mises caucus you know uh, the, the the plethora of podcasts and information that is out there uh, these days so with all of that said folks that's gonna be it for today uh, I know it's what we're just about an hour in that's, that's pretty good um, so <laughs> so thanks for listening uh, please all the information is down below. The it's the Twitters, the emails, the substacks, the, the Patreons, whatever. Uh, thank yous for listening. We will see I will see you on Wednesday. Jacob be, and I will be back on Friday. But until then, this have a nice. great day and peace, y'all. Tranquility
1: day, dude. We don't have Roger, the tranquility. We caught you on the ground. We got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot.